Bibles and go to Hebrews chapter number 9. Hebrews chapter number 9. And once you find your spot there, let's stand together. And we're continuing as we look at Scripture, more Scripture, more in 24. Uh, I want God's Word to have more impact in my life this year. I want my mind to be open. I want my heart to be uh, sensitive. I want my uh, my mind to be yielded and submitted to God's will. And so I want God to do something great in my own uh, heart and life. And how God talks to us is through his word. How he corrects us through his word. Uh, the Holy Spirit takes his word and uses us to it to lead us and guide us. And so Hebrews chapter number nine, and we're going to read some verses here. And I am not planning on preaching a long message. Uh, We are going to spend time uh, dedicating the scripture. And so when I finish preaching tonight, uh, we're going to give you opportunity, those that have children in the nursery, to go uh, get the kids out of the nursery and bring them in. Uh, nursery workers want to be a part of the service as well, and so uh, we'll do that. And then we will spend some time uh, dedicating uh, the Scripture and praying over it. And so that will be a blessing, always a sweet time. And I'm trying to think how many years we've done this. Uh, is this eight or nine? How many years have you been married? How long have you been married, Stephen? Seven years? All right, there we go. Uh, You're safe. Uh, All right, so seven years we have done this, and Brother Chad was the first one to come out uh, and do the the seed line. And then, let's see, Brother Brian has been out here. Uh, Is this their third year being out here? All right, I I was thinking you came out with Brother Chad for one of our seed lines. All right, so good. All right, so this is the third time. Is it the fourth? All right. I thought we were down one year. We didn't have it during COVID. So. Okay. Good, good. All right, let's go ahead and uh, read. We're going to read verses 9 through 13. I'll read verse 9. Join me on 10, and we'll read down through verse 13. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that has entered into his rest, let's go ahead and read that 10th verse. Did I give you the wrong passage? Hebrews 4, Hebrews 4, 9 to 13. I'm sorry. There we go. I mean, I looked down and I saw it. <laughs> All right, let's try that again. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works, as God did from his. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and opened unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. 
And let's pray together. Father, I thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your word, the impact that it has in our lives and what you have already done and what you continue to do. And I pray that you would help us tonight as we think about the importance, the value uh, of what you do with and through your word and how uh, we need to be following it. And so I pray that you'd help us this evening. May the spirit of God have freedom. For Christ's sake, we pray. Amen. You can be seated. Here in the passage, we, we find that God has a rest for his people. He has a rest for his people. Uh, how many of you are ready for some of that rest? All right. Uh, he has a rest for us. Uh, we know that there is a rest that is an eternal rest. And if you're saved, then uh, he has a rest prepared for you. Uh, we, we, uh, uh, we have that assurance that when we die, we are going to be with the Lord. If you're a child of God, you can have that confidence that we're going to be with the Savior. And, and he has it all cared for. There's nothing that we have to do uh, to prepare for that rest because uh, he, he is the one that has paid for it. He's the one that has prepared it. He said, behold, I, he said, I go to prepare a place for you. Uh, and so uh, the Lord has a rest for us. He has that eternal rest, but there's also a rest here on earth. It's not just eternal. The blessings of God are not just in the by and by. They are in the sweet now and now. Uh, God God has blessed and gives so many blessings uh, to us now. There are things that we can enjoy that God has prepared for us. There are are blessings that he wants us uh, to be able to enjoy. He is a wonderful heavenly father. He cares for his children. He wants us to enjoy the the precious gift of life that he has given to us. And so there is a rest for God's people, an earthly rest, an eternal rest. Now, in this text tonight, we see that there is a rest that is uh, referred to. uh, And so uh, verse 11, he said, Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. And uh, tonight, I want to speak to you on the subject, don't miss out. Don't miss out. God has so much for us now. The relationship that we can have with God is not just something we have to wait for until we die. We can have a relationship with him now. Don't miss out. God has blessings that he wants us to enjoy. He wants us to enjoy them now. Don't miss out. And all through scripture, we can see how people missed out on blessings that could have been theirs. Uh, so when we, we look, go back to Hebrews chapter 4, look at verse number 6, and I want to read through uh, these verses again. He said, Seeing therefore it, re- it remaineth that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. And again, he limiteth a certain day, saying in David, today, after so long a time, as it is said, today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. 
For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his works, as God did from his. Let us therefore, um, let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Now, go back to chapter 3. Chapter 3 and verse number 19. So these people that he keeps talking about, there's an event that is being referenced. And so go to uh, Hebrews 3 verse 19. So we see... So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Now, the group of people that he's talking about here, he's talking about God's people. God had delivered them from Egypt, and he has bringing them to the promised land. And these individuals, because of unbelief, they did not enter in to what God tells us in Hebrews was a place of rest. And this reference, he keeps coming back to why they didn't go in. They did not go in because of unbelief. Now, take your Bibles, go to Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews chapter 13. I'm sorry, not Hebrews. Numbers. Oh my goodness. Numbers chapter 13. Uh, Numbers chapter 13. Bay's back there looking at the slide saying, there are no numbers or no Hebrews 13 here. Uh, so Numbers chapter 13, I'm sorry. Uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. Numbers chapter 13, look at verse 1. Uh, the Bible says in verse number 1, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men, that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel. Of every tribe of their fathers shall ye send a man." Every one a ruler among them, and Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent them from the wilderness of Paran. All those men were heads of the children of Israel. So God has uh, miraculously brought his people out of uh, bondage. They have been slaves in Egypt, and now Moses is bringing them uh, out, and now they've got to the door of the promised land. And God tells Moses uh, to pick out a man from each one of the tribes, the 12 tribes of Israel. And he said, pick a leader, a ruler of each tribe. He said, I want you to pick people of great influence. I want you to pick people that are respected and I want them to go in and they're going to spy out the land. And so Moses goes through and he gives them some instruction of what to do, how to do it, what to look for. And so these men, they go out. And God's word, what we find, uh, these people chose not to follow the instruction. They, fought, they went and they went into the promised land and then they rejected uh, all that God had prepared for them. Uh, they missed out because of their unbelief. They chose not to go in. So what we find is God's word brings Peace. Peace. You know why we need God's word in our life? Because it brings peace. It brings peace. First of all, it brings peace with God. 
Being justified by faith, we have peace with God, Romans 5.1. And without that, uh, that, is, that is the worst place to be is without that peace with God. Uh, so if you're saved, you've got that peace with God. And God's word, uh, the seed of the word of God, he brings, he brings peace there. Uh, but I want you to look there in Numbers as well. Uh, go to chapter 13 and look at verse number 26. Numbers 13, 26. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel under the wilderness of Paran uh, to Kadesh and brought back word unto them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, we came unto the land whither thou sentest us, us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land. And the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. And the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land, which uh, they had searched under the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. Now, uh, when you think about this, God had told Moses, you pick men who have influence, you pick people that are, uh, are leaders, and let me tell you, if as a leader, you have a great responsibility. You have a responsibility that goes far beyond what you think it goes. And here, when we look, uh, these 12 men, 10 of them, uh, the kids, we could sing it, uh, 12, 12 men went to spy in Canaan, what happened? Ten were bad and two were good. Yeah, I got thumbs up all over here. Uh, and so, uh, but there were ten men that went to spy and they were bad. Uh, they did not bring the report. Uh, they did not trust God. That's what it all boiled down to. Why did they not go into Canaan? They didn't go in because of unbelief. They did not trust what God said. They did not trust what God said. Hello? They did not trust what God said. God's word's important. The blessings of God are at stake. Not just, not just salvation, though salvation, if we get salvation and that's all we ever get, we are a blessed people. But, but the promises that God has given us, uh, the blessings that are in our future, we better make sure that we are taking God at his word. Uh, there is peace that comes uh, from, from listening to the promises of God. There are, there are, there's peace that comes from just doing what God says because it works. It works.
And they couldn't see it. They could not see. These people, because of their unwillingness to follow God's word, their unwillingness to trust God's instruction, they ended up missing out. And I'm telling you tonight, don't miss out. Don't miss out. Dads, don't let your family miss out. You be that spiritual leader. Don't miss out. We, we don't want to miss out on all that God has for us. There are blessings that come. Uh, and so uh, these people, they missed out. They had 40 years of wandering. And it was a death march. Everybody besides Joshua, Caleb, Moses, Moses everybody else, it was a death march. And even Joshua and Caleb, they missed out on 40 years of blessing. Our unwillingness to trust God, our unwillingness uh, to believe God, that unbelief, we miss out. We miss out on all that could have been. The land that flowed with milk and honey. I mean, here they came back with a pole and they had a cluster of grapes. Man, for 40 years, those guys were thinking, man, we should have gone in. <laughs> sure would like some of that grape juice right now. As they're wandering around in the wilderness, there are blessings. There's, there's peace that God has for us. Uh, Numbers chapter 14, verse 1. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried. And the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron and against the congregation and said unto them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt? Or would God we had died in this wilderness? Wherefore hath the Lord brought us up to the land to fall by the sword? That our wives and our children should be a prey, were it not better for us to return to Egypt. These individuals that were supposed to be leading in faith, they led in unbelief. And it created havoc. And the children that they said were going to be the prey were the ones that ended up enjoying the blessings. We don't want them to miss out. So why should we be following God's word? Don't miss out. Uh, God's word brings peace. God's word, number two, brings promises. There's the fulfillment of promises. Numbers 13. Go back to Numbers 13. And, uh, and Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. Uh, and just these individuals, Joshua and Caleb, uh, they were finally able to enjoy some of these blessings. There were blessings uh, that were going to come with that obedience and just following what God had said. God's word will come true. It'll come true. So follow it. Obey it. There's promises that are tied to it. The fulfillment in life, the enjoyment. God's bless, God blesses obedience. God blesses obedience. Uh, blessings of a nation, blessings of a family, blessings of an individual. Uh, there are blessings that God has for us, and we don't want to miss out on those. So let's follow what God says, the instruction that he gives. Uh, let's act in faith, not in unbelief. 
Because when we act in unbelief, we miss. We miss out. So God's word, uh, there is peace. There's promises. Uh, But thirdly here, there's power. There's power. There's power that exceeds our inability. God isn't God is not bound by our circumstances. God God is not hindered by the situations that we look at. And and maybe in our life, uh, we we look at the circumstances and they're just insurmountable and we can't figure out how we're going to get through it or what we're going to do. The the situations that we're facing, we might be completely out of control, but God is not out of control. He's not out of control. And so just living in faith. So go back to Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4, and verse number 9. Hebrews chapter 4, why should we follow God's word? It brings peace. There's the fulfillment of promises, but there's power. There's power in God's word. Hebrews 4, verse 11, Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the, example, the same example of unbelief. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and as a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. There's power in God's word. We don't have to have the power. We don't have to have the ability. God has the power. God's word is powerful. And it will do a work that we can't even imagine. We look at Luke chapter 1 several years ago, verse 37. It was the theme for uh, VBS. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And that's true. It's true, in God's word, uh, there's power in God's word and the blessings that he has for us. It's God's word that will make a difference in a life. You know, there's nobody that God can't reach. There isn't anybody that is too hard. There isn't anyone that, that God could not do something miraculous in their life. There's no burden that we have that God scratches his head and says, hmm, don't know what I'm going to do about this one. And God has given us his word and he shows us over and over again through examples of scripture. And he has given us so many things in our own personal life where we've seen him work. We've got to trust it. Trust God's word. It will make a difference. So God, it's God's word that gives us what we need. That's how he works in our life. Uh, we can see the peace that it will bring. Peace with God and salvation. Peace in our own soul, that comfort. We see the promises, the provisions, the protection uh, that God has. And we don't want to miss out. Unbelief causes us, un, not believing what God says causes us to miss out on all that he has for us. So let's not allow our unbelief to cause us 
to miss out on all that God had for us. I've told you the story before, but there was a preacher, Dr. John Rice, and he, he told of a dream that he had. And in this dream, uh, he said he got to heaven, and when he got into heaven, there were these doors, and he went to this one door, and he opened this door up, and inside that, that room, there were just all of these things that, that he wanted, all of these presents that were wrapped, and all of these things that uh, were things that he would love to have had. And he asked the Lord, well, what is it with, in this room? What was that room for? He said, all, these are all the things that I had prepared for you, but you never asked me. You know, we, we look at God sometimes almost as if we don't think he wants to bless us. Now, the reality is, none of us are worthy. And the devil can beat us up and guilt us to feel like God doesn't want to be good to us. And God doesn't want to show favor on us. But God's a loving God. And we see so many blessings that can be ours. But we've got to have faith in his word. Why? Because that's what he uses to lead us. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. And so the blessings that God has for us, so many but th- let's not miss out. Let's, let's not only learn God's word, let's trust God's word. Let's trust it. Let's trust that what he says will come to pass. And we, we will get to be the ones to see the blessings that he has for us. All right. Okay, we're going to pray here just a second. Uh, and with that, uh, we'll give, uh, give you opportunity to go get the kids and uh, 